We're going to talk all about angels and elementals. <laughs> so, Sarah, talk to me a little bit about and anywhere you think is a good place to start, but you are like the queen of working with both like Fae and Dragon and Angels. So we just thought we'd let you come on and just be the expert this time around. What is an elemental from your perspective? An elemental is a spirit that works among us on the earth. It is one that is just a little higher up than us, just through the veil, that is able to come and go as they please. Elemental is one that is part of each element that we have on this earth. They feed off of Mother Gaia, love to be interacted. I think in my experience, how it was channeling to me, we went to this beautiful woman's house named Rachel, and she has three portals in her backyard. And one is an elemental portal, one is an angel portal, and one is a galactic portal. And I felt one of the angels just kind of like hiding to the side. And I was like, hey, friend, what are you doing? And he's just like, oh, there's just a, like a lot of elementals over there. And I was like, wait a minute, do angels and elementals like have beef with one another? And he's like, no, not really beef, just more or less like we try to not interact if possible because we have very different missions. And I was like, oh my gosh, well, what are your different missions? And he was like, angels are really here for the collective humanity. And I think, Allison, and you can go into a lot of details about this, there are different planets with different types of angels. Like yeah. you can have Palladian angels, you can have Polarian angels you can have all those things um so he's like angels tend to work for their humanity collective that they're a portion of whereas elementals are really here fighting for um, mother earth Gaia and all of her creation sometimes their paths will like their missions will intersect and they'll be on the same team and sometimes they're playing a little against each other depending on what the collective conscience of what they're sort of protecting and and guiding is working towards and that I was hooked from that moment on I was like okay so I guess I have to learn a lot more <laughs> a lot more about this stuff because I didn't you know people tell you all the time like oh you have so many different types of guides you have ancestral guides and you have angel guides and you have animal guides and I was like okay and I just really didn't think anything of it and then that conversation happened and I was like this is so much bigger than I thought it was. And that's what happens to me in every spiritual concept, right? I'm like, oh, that's a cool concept. And then I dig into it more and I'm like, oh, this is an overwhelming concept of a lot of things <laughs> to discuss. But you're such an expert in the way that you work with both of these facets um, so seamlessly. So what about you, Allison? What do you know? Okay, this is, this is something I've actually always wanted to ask you, but we've never had like a space or a reason to have this conversation. 
tell me about the difference between angels like we think of them in the sense of like church that we learn about versus like how angels really are versus like because you know the bible always kind of is like is like a truth and then there's always plus plus there's more truth (laughs) that we're not getting to read in the bible you know the difference between like galactic angels yeah these are great questions um I think something, and Sarah and I have rapped about this a couple of times, I think probably starting last year about really the different frequencies and flavors. And, you know, I'm definitely in alignment with the kind of um, supporting the either or and also the unity (laughs) quests, right? And there is so much of bringing heaven to earth and earth to heaven, and there's all of that and each of their own protectors. For me, um, angels kind of that frequency, that light was really the closest um, moment where I discerned there's a like a difference. Like it became instead of one note, it became almost like a chord because um, I've just always kind of channeled source directly. I've always been connected that way. And so this is something Sarah and I talked about. And one day I was like, wait, there's something else here. Like, what's that? And how it was explained to me is that, you know, we all start from the one. And then as we go through the densities, we kind of just, you know, fractal out and become different things and to have those own experiences. And they really are a collective that is really invested, at least from what I understand for earth, like the archangels, if you will, and, and that whole crew are all tied into kind of the mathematics of the ascension of earth and its grids and everything that and up until recently as far as i know and understand um they were kind of had the illusion of separation and there was a moment um which i know sarah's going to talk about more in detail so i definitely want to leave that for her um about how like the angel grid work kind of came to be connected to and so the galactics right i mean if we have earth angels we're going to have Palladian angels we're going to have fey angels which is always a good time and that's like an elemental angel combo yeah, yeah it is really interesting because i mean if you think about it there are limitless possibilities and you know and truly the only rule is love however that kind of flares out did i answer your question so i like i went off on a tangent i was like dude dude the angels are coming in they're like but tell me about this oh yeah, because they're like toddlers. They're, there it is. <laughs> I knew there was something I was missing. And in, the, in that way, and I mean that in the most loving way, they're just incredibly direct. They want what they want. And they, they feel very strongly that their way is the right way. And I totally honor and respect that, right? But I think that's the fun part about being a human is that we have, are able to hold the perspective of many things at once. And kind of coming to understand that yeah they're all correct and yeah they're all not correct and where do we find the middle ground the unity for that for everything to work out because you gotta weave it all together yeah you gotta weave it all together I know I was raised in like a Christian cult type scenario and angels were discussed um, as kind of these like outside beings that only like in the bible you know the way that they're discussed they're always watching over us and they will occasionally make trips to discuss, to talk with people about things. But it's always been, I've always had access to angels, even when I was little. So I was like, why aren't people just like talking about having conversations with angels all the time in the Bible or like in my church? Like it was so confusing to me why all these people were like in this place discussing angels and, and the Lord and, and like no one was really like 
having the in-depth daily conversations that I was having. And so what do you think the difference is between the way that the Bible portrays angelic beings versus like your own personal experience? Like, do you feel like the Bible is like angels light 101? like angels 101, the light version. And then like, we're experiencing like the more advanced angel relationships. The Christian Bible is they chose it for anything that was associated with Christ. The old Testament is to show how things were before Jesus came to be like, this was the promise that God said. And now that Jesus is here, He fulfilled the promise. When it comes to angels in the Bible, they're mysterious beings. They show up, they do their job, and then they're just out of the picture. Mm -hmm. Where in real life, it's not so. They are there, like, they are there 100% of the time. You walking down the street, you walk past the sign, and the sign falls behind you. That's because it was about to fall on you. But the angels were like, oh, not today. <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> are quite wild at times <laughs> oh man especially those gnomes, tricky little, gnomes. <laughs> tricky little gnomes so sarah would you be so kind to share kind of your your full take on angels and how you in your life and and your work that you do how you are able to kind of connect with all of them for a whole healing Um, I know that you just came back from a weekend of a deep healing. And if you guys ever want to go on a walk to a place and you're ready to say yes and do the deep healing, Sarah is the person that you find to go with you and guide you through that because it's an incredible experience. So would you be so kind to just kind of like chat all about that? Oh, yeah. Um, And if you are ready for a healing walk, a place, a journey, you're doing all the work. I'm there and the angels are there. The elementals are there. This between the highest high and the lowest low is with you on this journey. You're doing pretty much all the work and I'm standing by. (laughs) Well, that beautiful frequency. Amazing. Right. Because like, like you said, the angels are all around us so when we're on like a journey that I did this weekend they just come and just surround us and we have all the frequencies of them in like a a beam of light a column from source to source and And that's pretty much what I do that's right they're just there you know they're there for everything that well, you're talking about like um, archangels and stuff like that. They have like kind of like a job, a natural job programmed into them. So when they're there, they, you know, they have their focus on you. And then when you have all the other angels, they're a little more free flowing. Yeah. It's a great way to describe it. Yeah. I, so I agree you, in my experience for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, when Michael or Metatron comes to visit me, it's like very direct, very like only about the one thing, you know, when other angels are there, they're like, hi, we have this little request of this random thing for you. (laughs) So what is it like? Can you describe a little bit about what it's like when you, when you are there to hold the frequency for the entire symphony and, and invite everyone to the party for one's healing? Like, what's it like when elementals and angels get together and party? For me, it feels normal. Yeah. (laughs) That is, that is my normal, you know? So there's not much of a shift in my frequency. I can barely even feel the shift, but I can feel the shift of the person more than I can feel it on me. Awesome. So I, I know um, what the person's going through and I'm under, and I'm understanding what's happening to them. I can kind of like back them off if I need to. If the person's feeling overwhelmed, I can just silently, you know, be like, okay, you step back just a, just a step, okay? Because these other ones right here, they're doing a job. You can step in later. <laughs> we got all day. It's like being a super cool um, spiritual event planner, but for their side of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> True. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Um, what are different types of elementals, just in case someone is not aware? So we've got fae, dragons, gnomes, orcs, orcs, the rock people, right? Yeah. They're Cloud awesome. people, mm-hmm. plant people nymphs trees yep (laughs) yeah okay I just wanted to make sure just in case there's someone listening who's like okay they describe that they have to do with the elements but I don't know it's like all of them storybook that as a child you were interested in you know for science fiction or whatever it may be like there's there always seems to be in there. And Dungeons and Dragons. I think we've talked about this before. It's like almost like the collective naturally channeled it to put it in in the written yeah. word. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this with um, Urban Legends the other day uh, because, you know, we've been diving into this idea recently on the podcast and together about the fact that they've learned that once you upload, once somebody uploads a new process to the collective conscious, it somehow gets disseminated to all other human beings, right? because it's a collective conscious. Um, So we were talking about how certain regions will have these urban legends like Bloody Mary or the Candyman or whoever it is. And we were talking about it based in fear, like a bunch of people will fear this thing. And then this thing with this thing get created or like same thing with like a bunch of people are afraid about, you know, the way the government's going to restrict our human rights and have been really focused on that. And so here we go, finding ourselves having more and more of our rights restricted here in America. Mm. And so it works the other way where we can create these really helpful spirits. Will the Wisp, didn't you have experiences yeah. with those lately? Yeah. You know, these really helpful spirits, communi- communities can create, create these things as well by just like breathing them in. Do you think it happens like that? Or do you think that they are just channel, like they're just channeling the fact that those things already exist and that's why we have those stories? Or yes, because that could be a right answer too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mother grows all kinds of things. There is new species of plants all the time. There are new species of animals all the time. The more that we feed into it, the more it's going to produce. Mm-hmm. So to answer it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So probably channeled by someone or like the creature approached someone and they wrote about it 
And then they become stronger and more attached to what we're doing here by how much we've been subconsciously manifesting them into our reality, essentially. That makes a lot of sense. Also, if you're connected to your other lives, right? Because um, sometimes when you dream, you're really just going into another life. Mm-hmm. And then you bring that back. And oh, then it wow. becomes a part of this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This collective, because it's yeah. all connected. Right. This is like real deep for a Wednesday morning and I'm here for it. (laughs) This is the kind of conversations when people are like, why don't you ever have small talk? I'm like, because these conversations are way more interesting than, Hey, how's the weather? And I just want to move past that and get into your deepest, darkest secrets. (laughs) And thoughts right away. Well, and I think that's a super fun part about the elemental stuff too. And I know Sarah does this work. I'll never forget the day after we finished Sarah's tethering, or maybe it was the day of, and she sent these beautiful pictures of these crazy thunderclouds rolling in. She's like, here come the cloud people. <laughs> and it was just like, rumble. And it was so amazing. <laughs> and then, you know, it's really that knowing that we are all connected and how you can have, even with the weather, you can have a, a part of it, you know, because it is, it has been told and we've seen this before and we've experienced that with the, um, the indigenous people who have lots of documentation on this on how we really can influence everything, including the weather. Yeah, fog is a big one for me when it yeah. comes to the elemental. That's how I know things are about to go real. If I am in a stillness and it seems like I'm outside, the stillness happens, I'm in it for just a short period and the fog will start rolling in. It doesn't matter where I am. I went to a Beltane festival, very first time at a festival of that sort. Cool. Um, I went there and I I met up with the fairies first because <laughs> I had, <laughs> we did a little round of the ground and then it was like free time. And I got to try some um honey wine Mm. but I'm not really you know much into alcohol itself so I took a little sip and the fairy's like bring it bring it (laughs) (laughs) so they had a little fairy garden back there so I um ended up walking back there and when you cross the bridge that that was the mirror that was going into a portal and I happened to meet a guy on the way and he says it's very dark out there let me you know assist you to where you need to go so I ended up getting to the garden and laying down the drink which they were all so grateful for and (laughs) after that they got quite wild (laughs) yep and then I went to the uh red tent that they had we sat in silence across from each other and as soon and we were on a hilltop so as soon as we like got still the fog just started rolling in Mm. and when the fog started rolling in and I opened my eyes I could see the trees starting to shift Mm -hmm. and I could hear branches breaking and I could look over to the corner and there was the green man. As he was starting to come up, there was a flood of emotions because I haven't seen him since 
a child. I, I tried to control the emotion to let them be able to do what they needed to do. And that was all that I wanted to do. <laughs> I love that. But when, when, when things are shifting for me on this plane in stillness, the fog lights the roll in. I love that so much. And, you know, it's so interesting that that is, um, there's this book called The Mists of Avalon written by this woman who writes a different flavor of like what happened with the Fey realm and Avalon and King Arthur and all of that. And she speaks of the fog and how that's kind of the in-between where they can pass through. So I love that so much because I remember reading that and being like, that feels so real. And then here you are talking about it and to know that you can connect anywhere when you're in stillness, which is so, so important. Side note, if when you guys want to find out more about Sarah, she was our... Um, <laughs> Our volunteer when we kicked off the 2022 Soul Chat season. Mm -hmm. And so her background story is there, which is like the greatest. You guys got to go check it out. It's just so fun hearing about how she came into this, skidding into this earth plane in this life and <laughs> the magic she's done with it. So I know we're getting kind of close to the time. She'll, of, she'll also be joining Felicity in life. Um, probably we'll have all her stuff up and running by next week on the website. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You can check her out there too. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. I love oh, it. Look at that. Great wine. Look at telepathy's working, you guys. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. I would really love for you to just verbally share where people can find you and how they can get in contact with you. Obviously, um, Pellucity is going to be a thing. Um, and in the meantime, if they don't want to wait, <laughs> where can they find you? Well, I am a co-founder of the, um, bringing the dragons home, yeah, which we hold a monthly, a free monthly event. Um, I do have a page that is called beauty is what beauty does. And then I'm just always around. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Mm -hmm. So thank I you thank so you much. Too. Yeah, you're beautiful. I love me. you. It's incredible. I'm so grateful. Something that um, if you guys ever have questions, Sarah is like literally the most approachable human being on the planet. And honestly is like, it's like sitting in pure love and just like, sometimes I'll just be like, hi, can you just talk about whatever? And like, <laughs> and she's like, sure. <laughs> um, and anytime in the healing circles and she's an incredible healer. So I really really recommend um you know our women of the wise as such we have so many incredible beings and sarah i just feel is like really bringing heaven to earth and earth to heaven in in such a oh my gosh like a wholesome way i have no other way to explain it you have to experience it yourself to like truly understand but it's definitely it's worth it because you just come out on the other side and you go wow, it really is going to be okay. And wow, I really do have a purpose. And wow, like I'm really supposed to be here. And wow, I'm really loved. And that's all like through Sarah's guidance and support, you know, personally for me, she's been the biggest supporter from the gate, out the gate. And so I definitely want y'all to like, go get you some Sarah. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on today, Sarah. And we will catch you, the listeners, next week.